What's up, guys? This is Roland Buck III. I play Noah Sexton on Chicago Med, and you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. gonna be all sunshine and roses but i can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride hey shinehearts welcome to episode 234 today we are revisiting season 9 episode 18 called the new guard this is torres's first episode um yes if you Remember, when we covered this episode initially, when it aired, we pretty much spent the whole time being like, Torres is okay, but we don't know if he's sticking around, so we're just going to leave it at that. I actually went back and re-listened to that section of the podcast that we did back Mm in whenever, April, I think it was, is when this came out. Yeah. And it was so funny because I... I don't remember being as maybe negative as we actually were. Like, I was definitely more okay with him. Like, you were like, yeah, I just don't see the chemistry. You were like, yeah. Like, it was, I was like, I didn't, I didn't remember that we were that negative about it, especially given how excited I am for him to come back now. Mm-hmm. And once I really think about his fit and what his character can bring in and the different stories they can tell, like, I am excited. But it was just funny because I did not remember how negative we were, especially you. You were way more negative. Um, it was yeah. just funny. Um, it well, not, not necessarily in my own defense. I have a history of doing that when new things are introduced. And the one that I can recall doing that on, like most notably was just the idea of Chicago Med in general. I definitely shit on that. Like after the back door. Well, I mean, I we was... shit on Upstead for like the first we year of the podcast. So, I mean, I, there's a whole record of our hatred of Upstead and yeah. I hated on Stellaride in the beginning. So like, Yeah. I always like I've I've had that experience in the past with shows. If I see that they're going to premiere, and I'm like, well, that looks stupid. Usually, they're fantastic. So, like, I did that with um, the hundred. I did that with Once Upon a Time. Um, I did that with the Blacklist. I never started the Blacklist, but it's still going ten seasons later. So clearly, I think it's I was almost wrong. eleven. I think it's eleven seasons now, something like that. Clearly, I was very wrong. Very yeah. wrong. Um, my latest hunch is on the reboot of Quantum Leap, but. That just like hit me the other day. I was like, oh, usually when I shit on something, it does really well. So that's actually a good thing for the people yeah. who work on that show. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So we're going to revisit Torres's first episode. Now that we know he's sticking around, we're, we're going to kind of take a little bit of a closer look at it. Um, yeah. You guys, we are less than a week from the season premieres. Crazy. So crazy. I feel like just yesterday we were like, oh my God, it's hiatus. We can breathe. I know. And now we are not allowed to breathe again because <laughs> premiere time is here. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So um, I guess now's a really good time to tell you that you will be able to listen to our episode recapping the season premieres as soon as PD is over on Wednesday night. So yes. watch the episodes, stay up late, and then listen to our episode because you will be able to hear it immediately after. And it's probably also a good time to mention our live tweeting will probably not be as existent as it normally is yeah it, it, it probably won't be as coherent as normal uh, no. yeah 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 <laughs> but you know we'll see we'll see uh what else was it I just gonna... probably won't be we won't be in our normal spot i don't think it'll be as like much live tweeting well i think we'll live tweet a little bit but probably not like we normally do we will be together together i'm so excited um, not just together, but we will also be joined by Lauren from the locker room. So half yes. the pod squad will be together. Yes. It's exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah. Yay. All right. We always like to start off with news. We do have a little bit. Um, we've had episode descriptions for episodes two. I'm not going to lie. The close, like the more that come out, the more I'm just like, I don't want it. I don't want it because we're going to hit three and then it's going to be Jesse's last. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. Just yeah. Although I really do wonder what the episode three description is going to look like because, like, they're not going to, it's going to be like the team investigates a case. Like, that's literally what it's going to be. <laughs> Jay makes a life changing decision. Where have we seen that one recently? I know. I know, right? Okay. Chicago Med, season eight, episode two. This is called Caught Between the Wrecking Ball and the Butterfly. Supply chain disruptions dramatically impact Med, causing Crockett and Kai, a new surgical resident, to clash with other doctors. 
Maggie reveals something to Ben. Ethan and Archer help a patient with ALS. So Maggie revealing something to Ben obviously has to be about Vanessa's dad, right? Yes. I forget his name right this second, but Vanessa. Grant? Grant. Great. Yeah, it's something like that. But, okay. All right. But Kai is not the character. Like, when we got that deadline article, it was about some suit and about the psych fellow. So who is this new surgical resident? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I was wondering if it was the other person they had talked about, but I guess not. No, because that was like some suit, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like the entrepreneur guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely not a surgical resident. And then the other one's a psych fellow. So who is this? Good question. And is Kai, I mean, Kai, is it a girl? Is it a guy? I mean, that name could be either. Yeah. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Huh. Okay. We shall see. We will find out. Take us through the next one, please. Okay. So Fire 1102 is called Every Scar Tells a Story. And this description reads, Javi Javi spends a couple shifts at Firehouse 51. Kid and Carver work together to help Carver's former boss. As Hawkins and Violet's relationship blossom, Gallo turns his attention elsewhere. We're going to take all the victories we can in these new seasons. We're going to take our victories wherever we can find them. So let's just like look at that sentence again. As Hawkins and Violet's relationship blossoms. Mm-hmm. Gallo yeah. returns his attention elsewhere. Even better. It's like the first half is already great, but the second half of that sentence makes it ten times better. Yes. And we get Javi. We get Cruz Yeah, content. I didn't realize we I knew we would get Javi at some point, but like the kid's busy. Like he's a busy actor. So like I'm glad we get him like immediately. As Hawkins and Violet's relationship blossoms. It blossoms. I know. That's gonna be like the thing. I'm like, okay. We're, we're taking solace in that right now. At least we have Hakami. Yeah, we get now. Stellarite and Hakami. Like, that's, those are our wins right now. You find the nearest piece of wood in your house and you knock on it right now, okay? I'm, like, dying for my desk. Just, like, stability right now. I know. I know. Ugh. Yeah. Um, PD-1002 is called The Real You. When a convicted murderer hijacks a prison van, the team scrambles to find him and the abducted prison guard before it's too late. Burgess questions Ruzik's motives in a case, creating tension between the two. I'm going to go throw shit. We're doing this again. Why? Again. Why? Like, at least if you're going to not have them together and, like, have drama between them, at least make it, like, more creative. Like, I mean, like, this is, like, the same, literally the same old shit, different episode. Or if you're trying to jazz things up a little bit, you could also have them not have tension. Yeah, but this is PD. I mean, they're always going to, I mean, that's like, that would be like radical to have them get back together. I mean. Like, it's just, why? Why? This is so dumb. I was over this last season. Like, we all remember after the episode when Michaela got kidnapped, I was off the Burzik bandwagon. I was like, you know what? I'm done with them. Like, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to get back on. But this does, this, this does not sound like a good description. This does not sound like it is going to help. And I hope maybe this is just one of those instances where the person who writes the descriptions doesn't know what they're talking about. They just got like bullet points and mm-hmm. have to create a description based on that. So maybe this description is not actually indicative of what's to come in that episode. Let's hope so. I don't know. But I'm not holding my breath on that. I know. I'm just, the, the past two weeks in this fandom have been so emotionally draining. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so that is all the news we've got. Um, there were, so I guess we should say there are promo photos now to go with each of these episodes. Yes, there are. Adam's in a suit. Yes, please. Yes, Adam in a suit. Um, Hakami. We did uh, get Hakami. Yes. Um, I honestly didn't really look that closely at the med ones, but... Will's, Will's hair is good. No Dylan. Good. I guess that's notable. No Dylan. Which, I mean, I think we all kind of have put a theory out into the world on that one, but yeah, it's worth mentioning. No Dylan. Yep. So. Yeah. So um, that's about all the news we've got. You guys know the drill though. If you see anything, please send it to us. It helps a lot. Um, you know, however, Twitter, 
email, Tumblr, carrier pigeon, whatever. Um, however you want to get us the news, it always helps out. And we do appreciate that very much. So uh, one patron shout out today, Tara Parker has joined the family. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Hope you enjoy the big old happy, happy family. So yes. Uh, yeah. If you would like to support us on Patreon for as little as $2 a month, please check the link in our socials. Lots of good stuff in there. Best part is the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Hands down. There's about 90 of us in there and there's a group chat. There's actually two group chats. There's one yes. for live tweeting and then there's one for just general discussion. And the general discussion one is every moment of every day. It's just going. Yep. It's great. So yeah, um, check that out. If you are a patron, uh, just take note, Tea Public's having a sale this week, I think until the 17th, um, but like 35% off, I think all t-shirts and then like, or no, I'm sorry, like something like $13 t-shirts, 35% off. That's, I mean, merch. that's their general. It's a general sale. sale. Yeah. 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 So definitely check that out. Um, I mean, we've got jerseys. They're pretty cool. So yeah, got a lot of fun stuff. Check that out for sure. So alrighty, um, let's move into the episode, shall we? Let's do it. We can do the point tonight. Okay. So we're revisiting 918. It's called New Guard because now the Tories is sticking around. We can take a closer look. So mm-hmm. this episode, like looking back on it now, I'm like, they really were like, they were really suspect of Torres. And the only reason they were is because of where he was from. It's like, once you really think about it, I was like. I mean, I caught it originally, but it's like, once you rewatch it, I was like, oh, yeah, that does not. That's... And if you, it'd be one thing if you said this episode originally aired in, like, 2014, and but it didn't. It aired in the spring. Like, it literally aired months ago. Yikes. Yeah. And this whole episode made me really wonder. Like, I really want to know, did they know they were bringing back Torres at this point? Like, I would really love to know when that conversation happened like did they do this episode and be like we're kind of leaving it open and like if we think it works well and the and the fans like it then maybe we'll bring him back like i just would love to know what the conversation was because this seems like a very well-intentioned well-intentionally crafted episode Uh for someone they may have never brought back so I thought about that too when I was rewatching. was was Cleveland Birdo was he last season or was he season eight Cleveland was season eight. I think that was 2021. Because definitely that, not last I, year. I was wondering then. I was like, I wonder if they're just like testing these people out in terms of like chemistry with other characters. And do we want to have well? And if you remember unit? correctly, when Cleveland was announced, he was announced to be like a regular. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. He did like two episodes, and he was gone. I that still never. I I don't even know what the fuck that was. But I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Like. Was this supposed to be a guest spot? And then in like the summer when they went back in the writer's room, they were like, you know, what about Torres? Like, should we bring him back? Or like, did they know from basically when they introduced him, they were like, well, we've got too much going on at the end of the season to bring him in right now. But like once season 10 comes back, we can find him like a way to work him back in. And like they knew originally because like. This was episode 18, so they knew they probably couldn't spend too much time with him at the end of the season, given they still had to deal with all the Anna, Los Tomatoes, Voight mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, they could have brought him in in episode 18 knowing they were already going to bring him back for season 10. I just, I would love to know, like, what was the case. Yeah. Like, which came first. For sure. It's a good question. That's a good but. question. Uh, yeah, so so Jay asks the Academy instructor whether there's anything they should know about him. Because, like, he and Platt are at the Academy, and they're apparently, like, they're assigning the the newbies. Like, they're assigning them to specialized units. And that's the thing with these episodes is that you always have to watch them more than once because the beauty is always in the details. Like, there's intricate, intricate details in the dialogue that we all gloss over. Well, and I feel like you have to watch them. Like, I feel like I've gotten such a different look on this episode watching it months removed than I did because, you know, we usually watch them two or three times before we record. Yeah. Like, we watch them the first time and then at least one more time to, like, finish the outline. Sometimes we may get a third watch in depending on everything and if we've seen screeners and whatever but like i there are things that i picked up on this watch that i did definitely didn't pick up on my two watches earlier for sure 
Yeah, because I remember when we first watched the episode, we were just like, what is this that this kid just up and gets into intelligence? This sounds ridiculous. Well, the academy instructor explains it, how right now in this day and age, all these kids think they're going to end up on patrol for their entire careers. Yeah. And so they're trying to introduce the concept of, hey, there are specialized units that you can work in in the CPD. So that explained it. There's a lot of the, the intricacies are in like the tiny bits of dialogue. And, and that always, that's always so impressive to me that I'm just like, wow, like they really, it's well-crafted. It's a hard mm-hmm. thing to do to write a procedural. So yeah, yeah, I was impressed with that. So yeah, but the Academy instructor says, he's like, that's the thing. We don't know anything about him. Like he doesn't talk a lot. So Jay tries to get tourists to open up when they're in the car and he doesn't want to give anything. He just kind of answers in one word. He's very cagey. Um, Jay also mentions, he's like, oh, I gave you a call sign. Like your call sign is ocean, which I have questions about that too, because I thought it always had to be like a first name. Uh-uh. I guess not. Apparently that's a luch question right there. If he ever gets back on socials. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Took another hiatus. Um, I, I asked him about it after this episode, I sent him like, all right. I, I know. I remember you it. asked him about covert pancake. Yeah. And all it means is like a holster. I'm like, that's a really funny name for a yeah. holster. I love that Luch is always willing to answer those like technical questions though. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, Jay asks Torres, he's like, why do you want to be a cop? And they don't really get far because they get a call for shots fired. So, you know, so they go after the gunman. And at one point Jay tells Torres to stay back, but he doesn't listen, which the minute you don't listen, it's like, oh, you're hired. Like, <laughs> yeah. So Jay basically reminds me, he's like, this is not a democracy. I told you to stay where you were. That was not a suggestion. It was an order. We could have had it all, Bryna. We could have had Sergeant Halstead. I know. The Sergeant Halstead vibes in this episode are so strong. And I remember even listening to it, we were like, listening back to our old episode, we were just like, man, this is so great. Like, we love it. And like, hopefully this is things to come. And we're just like, only we knew it was coming like six months later. Where's the clown mask? Where's the clown mask? Yeah, where's our Dali mask? Oh my god. Oh, yeah. we could have had it all. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad. So they go back to the 21st and they're all going over what they know. And Torres decides that it's the right time to take out a new clean white t-shirt from a package. He's so weird. Like he's like he it's like and I mean, I get it. He is a patrol. Like he's he's literally just out of the academy. He mm-hmm. literally doesn't know what's going on. But like, dude, read the room. Like, why? And even then, why are you going to change your shirt? Like, he doesn't change his shirt. He just takes the shirt out of the package. But no, like, he got blood on it. He got blood on the other one. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, I don't think he would have changed his shirt in the middle of the room. But like, it looks like that's what he's about to do. Like, he takes the shirt out of the package, and everyone's just like, "What the fuck?" Like. Who is this guy? Like, where did we get him from? Like, mm-hmm. that's a vibe. But, like, he clearly just doesn't know. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that they, they don't really explain that. And they have, they, like, it, it's a quirk, like, to be discovered. Well, I think that's also just part of his mystery, right? Like, at this point, like you said, like, they literally at the Academy don't know that much about him. Like, he doesn't really, so far, even though it's only been one scene, he hasn't opened up to Jay. Like, we literally just don't know anything about this guy none whatsoever the first episode when he wears plaid we should break out the party horn ah yes yeah but does Taurus seem like the kind of guy to wear plaid but it's gonna be it's gonna he's gonna have to change at some point it's gonna be symbolic right like the day he finally well, starts wearing color winter, he can't just be in a white t-shirt forever exactly like exactly. Have chicago winters they can't he can't be in a white t-shirt forever <laughs> should we start a betting like a bet on yes. like how many episodes do you think okay I guess oh, we'll do like an over or under type thing. Over under or like I guess I'll do it this way. Before or after the mid season finale, does well, he I wear think a plaid? Before, before. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I want to take the before or after. No, I think it'll be before, and I think it'll be sooner than that. Even I think that'll be it'll be probably like episode like four or five. You think he's gonna wear plaid already? I don't know. I kind of yeah. want to take the after. I I'm, looking the at it, I'm looking at it from a symbolic standpoint of like, now he's fully in the unit, right? Like he's accepting yes. the unit. No, he's for sure. Once them. you wear plaid, you are like, you're in, you're in it for life. It, you're, it's like Blood Brothers at this point. Like well, you're in. Once you wear like plaid, like you're in. Or just 10 seasons. Genius. <laughs> I'm not coping well, okay? I'm trying. I'm not doing well. Oh. 
but yes, once you wear plaid, you are in. Yeah. Do you have plaid? We should wear matching plaid in Chicago at some point next week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We should tell Lauren to coordinate. Um, yeah. We're just going to have like all these outfits that like, it's fine. Pretty much. Pretty much. Fine. Yeah. I, I think it'll be sooner than later. He's like, I mean, yeah. Like you said, the winner, what's he going to do? Wear like a white t-shirt? Like, are, are, do they sell those in like crew neck? Is he just going to wear a white long sleeve? He might. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> so Ruzik brings in the guy from the robbery for questioning and Jay goes over with Torres what they need from the interrogation, like who he got the gun from and everything. And he says, he's like, you know, we can lie our asses off. We just can't promise anything that like we can't keep. And then he makes sure to get a little dig in there. And he's like, it also helps to talk in full sentences. What I love that Taurus' response is okay, because okay technically is a full sentence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. And, and then Jay's just like, okay. He's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I thought that was funny. Like, I was like, okay. Like, this guy gets it. Like, he doesn't say much, but like, he gets it. We're, we're cool with him. He's efficient. He gets the job done. He made a few words, but, the, you know, I respect yeah. that. Oh, uh, so but it turns so out to be funny. Torres of all people who pins down exactly like who this guy is, gets him to open up, gets the gun buyer and everything. So well, and the thing that I love about this is like, first of all, just the fact that Torres as like a newbie, even though they don't know, they don't learn these kind of skills in the academy, I'm sure, like how mm-hmm. to get a suspect to open up. But like he was able to clearly relate to this guy in some way and then use it and turn it around, which I loved. And the fact that, like, Jay was so impressed with it, too. Like, the look on Jay's face at the end when he, like, Torres knows that he's, like, basically got the guy down. Like, Jay's, like, so proud. Almost, like, kind of like a proud papa, even though they barely know each other. So it's not that kind of relationship yet. Yeah. But I'm just like, Torres, you did a good job, bud. Like, good job. <laughs> the Bowden nod from us. We're just like, good yeah. job. Good job. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, I mean, his background is going to come in interesting in a lot of different places. Right. But this is just one example of that because his instincts are on point for what they're looking for. Well, and they're just different, right? Like everyone's background can be used differently and bring something different to the table, but like his instincts and his background are going to make him think about things differently than Jay's background. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, Jay has a military background. Jay's from Canaryville. Like, Torres is from, I forget the name of the neighborhood. He's He's from from Pilsen. Yes, Pilsen, Mm -hmm. because they do mention that later on. I just couldn't remember. But, like, you know, he's from Pilsen. He definitely has a different home life than Jay had. Like, you know, it's just different things allow you to use, you know, utilize it differently. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so Voight lets Jay lead the covert extraction on their suspect and he and Torres are just kind of waiting in the car for the right moment and they have this exchange about Voight uh, yeah so Torres is just kind of like he trusts you huh and Jay's like well yeah which is like such a loaded statement like you have no idea all the, all, all the drama that went into like I still stand by this my point from earlier when in our old podcast about how like this seems so out of care Everything about season nine and the Voight J relationship just seems so out of character. For, uh, maybe not out of character, but I guess not in line with the J we learned about for the first eight seasons. And like this, the fact that Voight and J are now like BFF and like all trustworthy of each other because of what they went through last season, I just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like the J that we knew for the first eight seasons and not to say that people can't change i'm not saying that people can change and people's relationships with other people can change but it just this is still the thing that i will die on with this is that like the void and jay relationship should never have gotten to this point i don't understand how it got there really yeah and I, i'm with you on that because i remember i remember in the mid-season finale like i they i remember that like they just had to get it resolved right and so the way to get it resolved was for jay to fold and be like you think i don't know that you're good for this city yeah but that's not right jay would never say that jay would never say that i know i know because that's not jay jay has never jay has never operated that way like that the end the ends justify the means like Mm -hmm. that's not how he operates and he just kind of had to cave to save his wife right and what's that part i buy i i do buy the fact that well not his wife at that point his fiance but Mm. i do buy that jay would do pretty much almost anything for Haley. i do buy that part but the fact that he then I, I don't know we're not we don't need to go on that whole soapbox again it's not the point of what we're getting at this and the fact that this conversation you know he jay even says he's like you know we've worked together for a long time we know each other he's like secret to being good police is trust the people you work with 
And I do get that on some level, Jay's always had to trust Voight because of the position they're in and, like, it's a dangerous field and he has, he has always had to have some level of trust with Voight, mm-hmm. but, like, not the extent that they're trying to make it seem like. Yeah. They make it seem like Jay and Voight have been BFFs for forever and it's not been like that. Yeah. That's why this line makes me mad. It's just very loaded, right? Because Torres is like, he always lets you go solo. And Jay's like, yeah, for the most part. Okay, but like, for the most part, that doesn't like, that does not even begin to encompass all the drama and all the struggles we've been through in the past nine seasons to get to this point. Yeah. So, yeah. Trust the people you work with. So, the guy they pick up from the covert extraction leads them to busting a storage unit. And Jay notices that Torres is kind of distracted by his phone. So, he's like, what are you doing? And he's just like, oh, it's just like a parking tissue or parking ticket issue with the city, whatever. And so Jay's just like, um, okay, but like take care of it and then meet us there. So he doesn't show up, but Ruzik is just like, they give you a year. Like, I would know that. I, you know, have all the parking tickets in the world, which like, yes, Ruzik, that is very on brand for you. Yeah. Yeah. So Jay's even more suspicious. Uh, so again, at that point, they go into the storage unit without Torres. And the storage unit's empty. Mm-hmm. So, dun, dun, dun. Okay, so then, back at the bullpen, Torres' supervisor shows up to see Voight and Jay and now decides to clue him in. He's like, oh, by the way, fun fact, just forgot to mention this earlier, my bad, but we think one of the Hispanic gangs in the city got somebody into the academy. Oh, and we think it might be Torres. Like, this is another one of those things where you like think about it and you're like, so I mean, I get it, it's a Hispanic gang member, like that's your intel you got, but like so judgy. Like it's just so I'm like, mm, so you're going literally based on the fact that like he's Hispanic. Which I mean, you gotta start the if it's a Hispanic gang, I get it, you gotta start with the Hispanics, but like cool. That's literally all they went on. They were like, Oh, he's Hispanic and he's from Pilsen, so it's probably him right what right like we're not as suspicious about everyone else but we're suspicious about him because he's from pilsen and hispanic like i am i i am glad that this episode showed a little bit of growth on jay's part because he was like you can't just target him because he's from pilsen and he's hispanic that's stupid shows that we've come so far since the marcus west debacle right like at least he's kind of like realized his the error of his ways there now granted with the marcus west thing he got led astray but still I'm glad Jay, I don't think he's gotten so far past. I mean, I think he's come a long ways, but like he still also is so judgy in the end. Mm-hmm. Jay is because he judges him. And then once he realizes at the end, which we'll get up to like what Torres has really been through, Jay's just, it's like, mm. up Jay, until that point, Jay's like, I don't know about you, dude. And yeah, Jay gets called on his privilege a little bit. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Mm-mm. Yeah to take it away okay so basically the supervisor leaves and jay mentions the point and trudy he's like i don't he's like i'm not trying to play iad with this kid like that's not what i want to do and we get this conversation i had no idea i know that trudy i know so what the hell is this now i gotta i gotta be iad all of a sudden i'm investigating this kid based on where he grew up chief's not wrong Torres knew the location of the guns yeah, but there's plenty of other options for a leak. Yeah. He burned off his tattoos. Gang ink? How long does a PPO have before they gotta pay their parking tickets? A year? Why? I don't have a read on this kid yet at all, okay? He's hard. Doesn't mean he's a gangbanger. And it doesn't mean he deserves to have his career kicked in at the knees. Well, let me tell you one thing. The chief is gonna wanna have a trophy he can parade in front of the media. You believe that? Yeah, I know. I mean, I will say, I... Like we were just talking about, I think kudos to Jay for realizing that, like, he does, like, basically, if he turns Torres in and is like, Yeah, I'm a little suspicious of him, 
that like he's basically ending Torres's career before it even started, mm-hmm. which obviously isn't fair to Torres if he hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah. But and basically, especially because the chief seems to be very after the fact that like, you know, Torres they're gonna make an example out of Torres, basically. Mm-hmm. And the chief doesn't really care. He just wants to have something he can parade in front of the media, like basically like Voight says. But on the other hand, it's just like, Jay, you also are a little judgy because you you clearly have some sort of suspicion that you're going off of. Like, something in your gut is telling you that, like, something is wrong with this kid. Because then he decides, like, which next happens. He goes and meets with Anna and asks for her to help with, like, some intel on Torres. And, you know, she even asks him, she's like, well, why are you looking at your own people? And he's like, believe me, I wish I wasn't. But, like, something in Jay's gut is telling him to look at Torres. But also because Jay's just being judgy and won't even ask towards straight up, really. Well, I mean, I don't. I, I think he doesn't want to, right? He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to burn that bridge just in case because he doesn't want to no, ask but, him right off the bat and then him be like, "Excuse if, me, you were." But I know. But if you were in Torres's position, I mean, granted, you know, Torres could be lying for all we know. But like, I think if I was in Torres's position, yeah, I think I would be caught off guard and maybe slightly offended. But I think looking back on it, I'd probably be respect Jay a lot more that he had the guts to ask me straight up, like what was going on. Possibly. I mean, that depends on Torres, right? Because I yeah, I can I mean I mean I would say I can see where Torres is from coming from. I can't, you know, but I know like in in professional settings, in certain professional settings, sometimes I will get responses or questions that I know I only get because I'm a woman. And sometimes when you get that question or you get that feedback, it is so frustrating because you're just like, they are never going to see past this, this, and this. And I think that might be how maybe Torres would have felt. And I think Jay might've been worried about that. of like, hey, he might think like, they're never going to see past the fact that I'm Hispanic. I live in Pilsen, you know, everything seems fishy. And so that's probably why he wanted to make sure that he crossed his T's and dotted his I's before he confronted him about it. Well, I don't, I think that's why Torres was worried, right? And he even says so pretty much later on. Mm -hmm. I don't think Jay thought that at all. I don't think, I think Jay was just worried about, am I going to end Torres' career or not? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he was worried about offending him or feel, I, I don't think that at all. I think Jay was just like, I don't really know what to do. Yeah. But something in Jay was telling him to be judgy because he went to Anna and asked for her help with trying to get a read on him. I don't think that was him being judgy. I think that was him doing his diligence, finding out for himself. Right. But like, because he was being judgy and something in his gut told him that like, he should check on something. No, I see. I I disagree. I don't think he was being judgmental. I think that was, I think that was a situation where he was like, let me, let me not go off of the Academy instructor and boy, let me go find this out for myself. I think he was. I I do agree. But something, like I said, something in Jay's gut is telling him to do the due diligence. Yeah. And I think, and as we kind of learn out, I think Jay is a little, I think he is a little, I think it is being a little judgmental of Torres. Yeah. I'm possibly I uh, I'm not saying he's being you know like I just think he is because he's like we'll get there I'll we'll save it (laughs) it hasn't come up yet but so basically they're doing some surveillance of parking garages and Jay notices Torres like messing with his jacket sleeve like covering up his burned off tattoo and like Jay starts asking him trying to ask him questions and Torres doesn't really answer and so Jay gets a little short with him and he's like listen He's like, you know, anyone can kick in a door or shoot a gun. He's like, that's not really the job. He's like, I'm not trying to get in your head. He's like, I do have that right to know whether I can trust you. He's like, that gives me the best chance of making it home at night, which is also a valid point. They're not trying to say like, hey, Jay Torres, you have to be BFFs now. But like, you have to have some sort of bond or else, like you said, like, I have to be able to at least trust you or else like I may not make it home. Like, right, right. But on the flip side, Torres isn't saying anything because he doesn't know if he can trust Jay. Right. It's interesting. When you look at it, when you rewatch this episode and you really dive in, you're like, oh, there's a lot here, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jay and Tor, if, again, we're not really focusing on the case. It's not the important part here. So Jay and Torres end up in the secret passageway after they follow their suspect or whatever. And again, not the point. But Jay, Torres is, catches, or Torres is staring at this picture on the wall of this, like, family. And Jay catches Torres staring at it, but, like, he doesn't say anything. So again, Jay's like, 
being a little suspicious. He doesn't really know what's up. And so Anna calls Jay the next day and tells him, like, what she knows. She's like, basically, Torres almost killed a guy, put him in the wheelchair, and, like, that's what he went to jail for. He went to juvie for. And she's like, I can't find out if it's gang-related or not. Like, you know, either way, like, you know, because that would basically give me up. But she's like, it didn't sound good. Like, it didn't sound like something a cop should do, should be allowed to do. And Jay goes so far to ask Anna, you know, like, how she would handle it. And she basically is just like, you can only keep your guard up for so long. And she's like, fine, Taurus, when he thinks he's alone. And this is where I think Jay, like, kind of crosses the line a little Mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. So later that night, Jay follows Taurus home, doesn't confront him or anything, but until the next day. Basically, like, they have this confrontation in the back parking lot at the district and this happens. All right, did you tip off Batista that we found his storage unit? What did you say? There's a leak. Yeah. Why the hell would I be the leak? You're the only new factor in this whole thing. I don't know you. You made it damn clear you don't want me to. It's a fair question. No, it's not. You want to hit me? Do it. Do it. I didn't tip off anybody. I live where I grew up, with my mom, and I like it there. And I didn't put it on the forms because I thought it wouldn't sit well with my fellow police. Imagine that. never tip off anything. Go home. Take the rest of the day. Get yourself together. I mean, Jay is making some assumptions. It's, it's. Yeah, I think Taurus has a point. I think Taurus is right, right on. Yeah. Like, Jay made a lot of assumptions without, I think there was a way they could have handled it. Like, I don't think Jay needed to follow his tours at home. I think Jay could have had a conversation with him just straight on and ask them being like hey i heard this about you like i'm not trying to pry into your life necessarily but i'm just curious like is it you know true you know like i you know i think there's a way you could have handled it without like following him like what does he think Taurus is a cop like of course he's gonna know that someone's like standing outside his house like watching him like he's not stupid he's not been on the job for that long but he's not stupid yeah I don't I I thought Jay did not handle that right. I think Jay was I think Jay part of Jay is like, listen, voice my boss. He's pretty fucked up. I don't agree with him like 98% of the time, but you know, maybe I do need to do this particular part the way he would do it and go to Anna and go off book just to find this information and accomplish this objective. But I think he clearly learns that that was not the right way. That he fucked up. Yes. Big time. Yes. So basically they have to end up end up sending in for their case uh undercover Latino. So of course Torres is the obvious choice. And Jay is hesitant to use him, but basically if they don't, and then the chief reads that they didn't use him in the report, then even though Jay hasn't made the decision to end Torres' career, he's basically ended Torres' career. So it's basically like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. That's where Jay's feeling. Which also doesn't make a lot of sense because like this kid is barely out of the academy. And so you're basically saying, well, if I don't hang him out to dry, he's just never going to be a cop. Well, because remember, they think he's a gang member. Yeah. That's what they're trying to suss out. It'd be different if you just said like, I'm not sure about him. And like, he's a rookie. Then like, I, I don't think they ended that ends in his career necessarily. But like. Basically, Jay being suspect of Torres is enough for them to be like, okay, well, he's obviously got to be the gang member then. Yeah. is how they're looking at it, which is also wrong. Jay can have feelings of being like, maybe he's not ready to be a cop and like, I don't trust him. And that doesn't mean he's the gang member, but I'm just saying. Right. But anyway, so Jay goes to toward back to Torres' house and Torres is a little shocked when he like opens the door and finds Jay standing there. 
And Jay's just like, yeah, we're using you. Like, he's like, doesn't handle this part either that well, I don't think. And Jay's like, yeah, we're using you or whatever. And Torres is like, I don't know. And Jay's like, basically, listen, he's like, I'm taking a huge leap of faith here. And Torres is like, you are? And he, Jay's just like, yeah. And it's just like, Jay's like, okay, it's basically making it about him. Jay's like, you know, I'm th- this is on me. Like, I'm the one that's basically, it makes it almost kind of seem like he's putting his career on the line to, like, trust Torres. But, like, and I can kind of see it, and to some extent, but, like, I don't think anything happens to Jay. Like, if it turned out that, like, Torres was the gangbanger or whatever, and, like, they trusted him in this instance, like, they could still, he could still be the gang member, have the case work out correctly, and, like, I just, I don't see, like, Jay, anything happening to Jay if this were to go fall to shit. Uh, that's, that's an interesting theory. I mean... Well, that's I, making what it seems. He's basically making it seem he's like, I'm taking a huge leap of faith here. Like, me putting my trust in you is basically putting my career on the line, too. Which is basically him saying, like, you've got to meet me halfway. But uh, this is where Jay, I think, gets a little blinded by his privilege because he doesn't realize that by tr- by Torres trusting him, Torres is putting himself on the line, too. Yeah. I well, don't think Jay even sees he says- that. He, well, and yeah, because Tori's basically even leaves it out there. He's like, you know, this ain't no democracy, right? Like you just said, like, it's not democracy. Like, he's like, you see, and then he points to like the guys in the parking lot or whatever, you know, out in his neighborhood. He's like, you see them. He's like, the way I see it, they got my back 10 times more than you do. Like, Jay only sees it as like, Jay is the T.O. and Torres is the mentee. Mm-hmm. And, but Torres is like, listen, like it goes both ways because it does. Like the trust goes both ways. Like, yes, Jay is the one that is leading Torres, but Torres has to be able to trust Jay. And when Jay's been suspicious of him this whole time, Torres, that gives off vibes. Whether Torres knows what's actually going on or not, it gives off vibes. Like, mm-hmm. Jay's been giving off vibes that like he clearly doesn't also trust Torres either. So, like, why would Torres then go trust him? Exactly. Exactly. I don't think, I mean, Torres, I feel like, is in the right to be like, yeah, well, if you're going to be suspicious of me, then I'm going to be suspicious of you. Mm-hmm. So they end up going under, Torres end up going undercover. And basically, the guy, it's end up being the guy from the photo on the wall, and the guy recognized him. And he's just like, you're Bertos kid. And Torres makes it very clear. He's like, step kid. And, you know, the guy's just like, you know, I ran into him the other day. He's still in a wheelchair. He's like, you messed him up good. And so, obviously, this is the guy that Anna was referencing earlier that um, Torres put his stepdad into a wheelchair. So, clearly, there's a lot to unpack there, which we will get to in now. So, basically, again, lots of other stuff happens with the case. We're not worried about that. But basically, well, wait, this ep- doesn't Torres gets like the shot on Batista, right? Yeah, Torres is the one that ends up killing him. He's like practically still in the academy, and you're already having this kid. Like, it's so funny. We basically had this conversation the first time. Again, I've listened to it recently, so it's very fresh in my mind. And we had the conversation because you were like, Yeah, basically, I'm kind of wondering. You were like, Well, it's his first shot. Like, it's probably his first kill. But I think the point is, too, that like Torres' background clearly means he's probably seen some shit. Like, yeah, it may technically be his first kill as especially as a cop but like i don't think he's as rattled as maybe like kim was when she had her first shot and first kill because of all the shit that he's seen and all the stuff that he's been through probably so i think yeah i mean it may have rattled him and i'm not gonna say it didn't but i don't think maybe compared to like you know doe-eyed kim when she first started because Mm -hmm. i just think he's seen so much shit yeah um but yeah, so this episode ends and Jay confronts Torres in the locker room and we get this whole scene. Put your stepfather in a wheelchair? No. I put him in a coma. Then he moved to the wheelchair. He was beating up my mom. And I did what a man needs to do. At 14. Yeah. You ever hurt anybody else? Yeah. No one who didn't deserve it. 
Why do you want to be a cop? I know you weren't paying off your parking tickets. You lied to me about that. You lied to us about where you live. You knew Bautista and you didn't say. And I know you're burning off gang tats. Yeah. You know, I got this tat when I was 14. I burned it off in juvie. And my mom? She runs a store. And the fools that claim the block, they charge a protection tax. And she needed the cash. That's where I was. And yes, I knew Bautista. But cops ain't supposed to know fools like that. Or live where I live. Why wouldn't you tell me any of that? Tell you? And, and trust you? Like you're showing me right now? My world ain't black and white. And I get you can't understand that. Try me. I'm not an idiot. I know who you are. There's a reason you're asking me these questions. So you do what you gotta do. Before I beat my stepdad, I called the police six times, and they didn't help. That's why I want to be a cop. And I'd be damn good at this job. scene is why i really wonder what their plan was like did they know they were gonna bring torres back or like in season 10 yeah because i feel like you do this scene and then you're like oh no he was just a guest star one episode guest star like it doesn't make sense if you're if you're looking at it from that perspective because like especially the way he leaves like when he drops that line he's like you know he's about to walk out the door and he does end up walking out the door at the end but he's like you know well, first of all, he says, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a lot to unpack because how the hell do you know who Jay Halstead is? Like, how, like, I mean, I guess just from lore? I mean, but, like, even then, he's barely just out of the academy. Like, he hasn't been around that long. Yeah, like, what did he mean by that? Like, did, was it I know who you are as in, like, you're a white guy in the CPD and, like... Right, or is it more of, like, specifically, I know you're Jay Halstead? hmm Right. But also, even if it is, I know you're Jay Halstead, what does that mean? Right. Either way, what the hell does it mean? Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, Jay keeps asking him the same question again. Like, why do you want to be a cop? And, you know, he even asked at one point, he's like, you lied to me about two. And then, you know, Taurus tells him why. Um, But I, you know, and especially then he ends up telling him, he's like, you know, the reason you're asking me these questions, so you got to do what you got to do. And he said, you know, before I beat my stepdad, I called the police six times and they didn't help. He's like, that's why I want to be a cop. And he's like, and then I'd be damn good at this job. Like, I feel like you don't just drop that bomb on to end an episode and then not know that you're not bringing this character back. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. It just, I mean, and I love it. And I think it's a very powerful moment. I think Jay, I think this whole conversation just made Jay realize, like, you really can't just judge someone. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Jay had a lot of suspicions. And instead of just being straight up and honest and being like, especially with the parking tickets, you could have, like, like, Jay could have easily, without being super judgy, just been like, hey, I know that they give you a long time to cover your parking tickets. I know you probably weren't doing that. Like, where were you? Mm-hmm. And that would have been a very easy, not necessarily judgy way to be like, you know, what's up? Yeah. 
but he didn't. Instead, he went all judgy. I I, I think he was trying to, I think, I think Jay was trying to figure out the best way to handle it. And he just kind of stumbled on himself. But that's, I mean, Jay, that that's, that's being a human, frankly. Well, yeah, no, for sure. But I think Jay realized like, you know, he fucked up. Yeah. And like, I think it's interesting, you know, and, and, you know, this whole conversation really, like when we came up to this idea to do this episode, we were really excited for like mentor Jay and, you know, like all the possibilities we were going to get this season. And like, I think it's really interesting, like rewatching this episode, knowing that we're not going to get that really that much anymore because like, I, like they clearly set that up with that idea or it seems like for me if you had told me this like it seems like they really set up Torres's introduction as a character to like to play off of Jay to be like a yin to Jay's yang or whatever you know like and really kind of have Jay mentor this kid and now that you're not getting that I'm kind of just like okay well what's going on with Torres I have a theory I don't know if I want to put it out into the universe because it's an optimistic theory. But maybe this Jay situation is going to shake out like Christopher Maloney. He's going to leave for a few years. They're going to realize we need him back. And maybe in a few years, they bring Jay back and it's either to run intelligence or like start up a new show or something. I love that idea, but I think it's an optimistic, I don't know if theory is the right word, but. I'm good for like maybe one optimistic idea a year, okay? So that was it just now. Yeah, no, I know. But I don't know, like, I just feel like, especially after this whole end scene and like the bond, I mean, like, granted, Taurus just kind of dropped this bomb in Jay's lap and then left, but like. It's they've weird, clearly got some kind of weird bond going on. And then now that we know that, like, we're not really going to get to play into that and, like, as, like, a follow-up to this stuff, because we're going to be so worried about Jay exiting, like, I just kind of wonder what the fuck's going to happen to Torres. Yeah, that brings up a good question. Like, who, somebody has got to take him under under their wing. Right, and I hope to God it's not Voight. I don't think, I don't think the team will let that happen. I think it's either going to be Upton who swoops in or I think it's going to be Ruzik. And the only reason I say Ruzik is because Torres and Ruzik came into intelligence the same way. I think it's going to be Haley. I think it will be Haley. I think she'll step up in Jay's absence and make sure like you're not going down that path. I think it's going to be Haley for sure. I don't see it being Ruzik. I mean, I like your idea. I like your thought. And trust me, I, like, if they were to think about that, like, I think that would be great, like a great parallel. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think they're going there. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I think this episode definitely makes me more excited for Torres. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was already excited. And I still, I still do think that there's a lot of potential with Torres. Um, especially when you consider like, I mean, granted, they did Cleveland for like hot second. They tried Cleveland. That didn't work. But Lisef was the last time we had new blood in the unit. And that was season seven. seven. So it's been three years. They well, two full we two full kept seasons. Her too. I loved her. We could have kept But her. I'm just saying, like, we very rarely on PD get new blood. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what he does to kind of shake things up. Yeah, I think his background is gonna be really interesting because if they go there, they really, they really need to like dive into more into that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder too, given the fact that I think this was a conversation in the group chat or it was a conversation somewhere. I don't remember where I was having it, but I do kind of wonder, okay, Jay leaves supposedly in episode three. Like, when do we get our Taurus episode? Like they can't go that long and not give him an episode. Right. I think he gets one in like, I think it's four or five actually. Right, I've heard rumors. I think it's four, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like we need like a good. They got to do something big and like backgroundy for Torres's first episode. There's if a they lot just give of him, stuff like, you can do there. Well, and if they just give him like, oh, Torres caught a Kate. Like, I I don't want that. Like, I don't want. And I think that's almost doing a disservice to both Torres as a character and to Benjamin to just like if they don't 
granted he is coming you know it will be a weird episode because it'll be like the first episode that we don't have jesse but i think that's why they kind of got to lean way more into the background stuff like they've gotta they've got to do it big like they can't just be like yeah taurus here's your case yeah like they've got to really give us like a good taurus background episode but also he's so brand new it can't be something where he catches a case and voice like you take point he's just so new that can't happen but no. they do need to camp out on on him and make it a very right. they've got it we've got to somehow like the, the only another reason too i think this format is going to do torres a, maybe a little distress you know injustice is because like it's going to be like we're going to get sent into torres episode in episode five or four right mm-hmm and we probably won't get another one. If we're lucky, we'll get another one before the midseason. But, yeah. like, if we're lucky. And I just feel like it's such a hard... How do you introduce a character and, like, have him get an episode in four and then, like, us not really learn anything about him again? Maybe, you know, until the new year. Like, I feel like... Because back when Laseth was on the show, it wasn't really like that. Right. Like, the format... I mean, they were kind of developing that format a little bit. But it wasn't the same as it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, it was definitely more a little, I'm not saying it was greatly balanced, but it was definitely a little bit more balanced back then. So, I don't know. I guess I'm not worried. I think Benjamin's going to crush it. And I think Taurus is a great character. I worry that the structure isn't going to do Taurus justice. Yeah. And, and, that I mean, that's always been a concern for ten straight seasons. Now I'm, yeah, but I agree it wasn't with you. as a big a concern for characters we already. I mean, it was always a concern, but it wasn't as big a concern for characters we already knew and loved. Right. I wasn't looking like, yeah, we've said it about like Kevin's love life because you get an episode here and then you didn't get anything else about Celeste for like episodes later. Mm-hmm. But like, we already knew Kevin, we already knew his background. Like, I wasn't worried about learning necessarily like who the fuck Kevin was, right? And I worry about it with Torres because I still don't, I mean, yeah, I know that he, you know, put his stepdad in a wheelchair, but like, what else do I really know about him? And I just worried that like, if we get episode four, then, you know, when's the next time we're going to learn more things about him? Like I said, I worry that the structure will do more of injustice to Torres' character, not that Benjamin's not going to kill it because I think Benjamin's going to be great. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Any other notes on this episode? I mean, I listen, I know there is a big elephant in the room. We don't need to go there, but I still am excited about like I think rewatching this did make me still excited for Torres. Yeah, I'm excited for him too. Uh, and I'm clearly more excited than I was back then because back then we were both like, I don't know, like uh, I don't I think because we both thought we like he wasn't gonna be a regular, so we were like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, now that we know he's being a regular, it was fun to kind of rewatch this and be like, no, like, I, I do like him. So, um, I will tease this before, as we get closer to the premieres, you guys are going to see we did a little, uh, we did a little something. Um, and Benjamin was a part of that. And what we can say is that he's very sweet. Um, so let's make sure we all welcome him with open arms. Yeah. He's the sweetest. Yeah. He's very sweet. So, um, yeah. Definitely. You know, we're here to support him. So, yeah, I think that's about all we've got for, for this episode. Um, yeah, as quick always, one just to kind of, you know, premieres are next week. So I cannot believe it's next week. Lots of content coming uh, y'all's way. Oh, yeah. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Um, so it's Thursday night when we record. We're doing a thing tomorrow. Um, the day you're listening to this. A thing. That's the only thing we can say. Literally. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, yeah. Uh, yeah you guys know where to find us facebook instagram twitter tumblr tiktok you guys i'm trying so hard you're killing it i'm trying it's not like i just kind of am like hey that sounds silly let's just do that you're killing it i'm trying which reminded me i had an idea of something i'll shoot it to you and lauren oh okay yes 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 please i Uh, i had an idea TikTok is killing me though, because like I have my own individual TikTok, and and then of course the meet is some Ollie's TikTok, and like I took that one of Haley and Jay that I posted the other day where it's like where are you, and then Jay's just like I'm over here, uh, and they put like a sensitive content warning on it because like Jay's bleeding in the picture, like what? Yeah. No 
everybody's gonna want to watch they're not gonna want to click past that one screen just to see it but you guys i'm trying i'm trying to make it as like funny and silly as possible um we're gonna get brian in the loop too pretty soon so whether she likes it or not listen i'm not great at tiktoks but i will gladly make some next week it'll be fun it'll be fun so yeah, yeah tiktok please guys it's at me to some mollies please um yeah so that's going on email us anytime about anything meet us at mollies at gmail.com sometimes it does take us a few days to get back to you sorry but we will reply it's just it's busy out there it's busy um yeah normal schedule because the premieres are next week Mm-hmm. normal schedule so you guys will be able to listen to our season premiere episode immediately after pd ends on wednesday um yeah our live tweets might be a little erratic because we will actually be watching the premieres at lotties we will be in chicago mm-hmm. so yeah stay tuned to our socials next week it's gonna be it's gonna be fun yeah it'll be fun yeah so uh in the meantime follow us individually on twitter i am at gina watches tv Brina. i am at Brina k13 Everybody rest up, man. This is the last weekend without one Chicago. Yep. Rest up. Enjoy, because then it's full speed ahead the minute we mm-hmm. uh, start Monday. So, yeah. You guys rest up. Enjoy your weekend. Get ready. And get mobilized and just, like, ready to feel those feelings. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.